Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. The show, everybody. So the uh, Liberty Daily has an interesting article. And I know, I know, I know, I'm giving you a little bit of shock here. We're jumping into things quickly. But I want to get into this because I'm fussy about it. Uh, headline, right on cue, corporate media starts pushing nationwide slave masking for COVID, despite the fact that they don't work. And let's start with the fact that they don't work. They don't. We knew that they don't. We knew that they don't when this started. We knew that they don't uh, early on. They've never, ever had any valid uh, reason for masking. I mean, it's just, it's been nonsense from the beginning, right? Uh, the masks have, have always been garbage. They've always been without any sort of uh, justification or anything of the sort. And they're, they're, they're kind of the thing that, that are, uh, well, it was, it was really control. It was really just a lie. And I want to talk a little bit about that to start out with, right? So I'm, gonna, I'm looking over here, and I have on my uh, Stack of Stuff screen, uh, a declaration that I submitted at the beginning of September of 2020. That declaration was submitted to court, and it was done as a mechanism of uh, arguing a case related to COVID and the lockdowns. And I want to read to you. So this declaration has a bunch of studies in it, a whole bunch of studies that were interpreted by a healthcare professional, right? Uh my friend Sherry Tenpenny helped with this, actually. Uh, so, uh, so from February 29th, 2020, uh, quote, seriously, people, stop buying masks. They are not effective for preventing general public from catching coronavirus. But if the health care providers can't get them to care for the sick, it puts them in our communities at risk, said Dr. Jerome Adams, U.S. Surgeon General. Um that was occurring quite a bit at that time, right? That was occurring quite a bit at that time because they know that masks don't work. They know that masks don't work for a lot of reasons. So first, the first reason that they know is that healthy people don't spread illness. Uh, to, to make someone sick, you have to have a certain, what they call viral load. So I, and listen, don't text me or email me about virus theory and germ theory and this and that and the other. I, I don't want to hear that it doesn't exist. That may be the case, but until it's, you know, someone's going to have to make that argument other than me. You know, right now I've got enough science to argue without arguing that viruses don't exist. So, you know, please don't send me that. I don't care. Let's just pretend for a minute that there's little bugs that float around in there. Okay, so, uh, you know, viruses uh, get into your system, and uh, the way that this works is these, these viruses get in and they replicate. And that's pretty much all that they do is replicate. So the, as they continue replicating, uh, you, your body attacks them and tries to remove them from your body, right? That's your immune response. Uh, the virus continues to try and grow. The body continues to try and remove it. Uh, once you get enough of a vir enough viral load which means the virus has continued to replicate and your body has not successfully removed it. 
Uh, it is believed that you get to a certain threshold where you have enough virus in your body or viral load that you start showing symptoms, right? You got enough of these little virus bugs in there that is disrupting your health and disrupting your system and throwing things off balance that you get sick and you start showing symptoms. And the symptoms manifest based on where the virus is attacking and where the virus is impacting this, that, and other. So that's, that's the theory behind uh, viruses and how they make you sick. Uh, if you don't have enough viral load to be symptomatic, then you don't have enough viral load to spread the disease. Right. So if your body's got your body's always got viruses in it. Right. I mean, this is a perpetual thing. Uh, your immune system is always working. There's always things happening. And uh, it's it's an ongoing thing. Right. Your body gets viruses in it. Your immune system jumps in place, takes care of it. Uh, and the process repeats. This isn't new. It's you know, this is like old news. But but that's how it works. If your body doesn't if your body's got it under control, if you don't have much of a viral load, if you don't have enough viral load to be symptomatic, then that means uh, that you're not going to be just breathing out viruses at a level that's going to be enough to make anybody sick. So if you're healthy, you can't spread a disease. And this includes COVID. There were numerous studies on this. There are zero, uh, there's zero evidence, zero to this day of asymptomatic spread from COVID. None. You don't have symptoms, you don't give you don't spread COVID, right? So taking a PCR test is stupid, period. But taking a PCR test when you don't even have symptoms is an absolute waste and just a dumb thing to do. But uh, yeah, so you can't spread it. So basically what this means is even if masks worked, the only people that should wear them are sick people, right? Because healthy people can't spread it. And if the sick people are wearing it and the masks work, why should I have to wear it if I'm healthy? Right. Okay. So then you look at uh, some of these other studies. And by the way, there's studies on this. You know, there's, there's studies that were done on this. And asymptomatic transmission is a non thing. Right. Um, and, you know, there's, there's the public policy arguments. You know, this is stupid. Nobody wants it. Um, you know, you can't get COVID from asymptomatic spread. You can't get COVID unless you're doing certain things. I mean, it doesn't spread as easily as they claim that it did. You know, you have to be within X amount of feet of someone for X amount of period of time. And, you know, it just, you don't, it doesn't spread the way that they made it sound like it does, right? Now, then we move on to some actual mass stuff, right? Particle size. And this is really the one of the big things. And this is the reason that doctors are not qualified to talk about this. What? Did Ren say this? Yes, Ren said this. Okay, so understand industrial hygiene is a field. It's its own field of study. Industrial hygiene and being a doctor are two different things. A doctor may understand a virus and may understand, uh, you know, how things work in the human body. But the way that COVID works is, and any other virus, is when you spread it, you spread it because, say, you are symptomatic and you're coughing. And when you cough, you, that aerosolized virus gets out, those particles float around in the air, and uh, you know someone else inhales them, and there, if there's enough virus there, and they inhale it, and it works out right, they get sick, okay? Well, the problem is, is and the theory is, well, okay, if I wear a mask, um, I can't cough my COVID on people, okay? But here's the issue. 
the mask is a bunch of little fibers that are woven together, right? So it's a mesh. It's a mesh. And you can think of it like a fence, right? Like, a, you know, the chain link fences, you know, you, got, you can see through all those little holes. So all of these fibers weave together to form this mesh. Between these fibers, there are holes, right? Because that's the nature of, of anything. You weave it together, that's what happens. It's not a solid thing. It's fibers sewn or weaved or woven together in a way to make a mask. Now, that's why it's flexible and, and you know, papery or soft or, you know, whatever. Those fibers, the holes between those fibers are, well, frankly, too big to stop COVID particles. So they do catch spit, slobber, you know, if you cough, if you drool. And that's why surgical masks are worn. When you're in a surgical setting and uh, you're, you're standing over someone looking down doing a surgery for hours on end, sometimes the doctor, as gross as it may be, drools or you know, snot or any of a number of disgusting things happen. And you don't want that falling in a wound, right? So they wear a mask. That's, you know, which makes sense, right? Um, they, they don't actually stop COVID. They don't stop viral particles, right? Now, they may, on some of the larger particles, uh, you know, help with bacterial this. They may catch bacterial uh, particles and things like that, possibly. I don't know for sure what size. depends on the size of the bacterial particle. But this is a real simple thing, right? Uh, the, the consensus is that the diameter of a COVID particle is uh, between uh, 0 0.06, 0.06 to 0.14 microns, right? So N95 and N99 masks are 30 microns, the holes. The holes are 30 microns. So this is a real simple thing. At biggest, COVID particles are less than half the size of those holes. So they can pass right through. But here's the problem, and I learned this from uh, Stephen Patty, who's, who is an one of the top industrial hygienists on the planet. Uh, he's an expert that I've worked with. Stephen pointed out that what happens is, is when you cough or something of that nature, uh, the, the, the viral particles will be in uh, water droplets, uh, aerosolized water, your slobber, right? You cough, your, your spit comes out. And what happens is, is it's kind of like throwing a water balloon against that chain link fence, right? So the water balloon breaks, but all the water keeps going. And so it catches the balloon and, and whatever is, you know, big enough that it can't fit through, but the water goes right through the fence. So that's the problem, right? So you then have a bunch of even smaller particles that do have COVID in the air. The masks actually make it worse. On top of that, the masks catch the larger bacterial particles, and then you end up rebreathing it all day. So you've got the, the COVID getting out, and since, it's, since when the COVID comes out, it's smaller. The big particles are broken down. It's only the smaller stuff that's gotten through. It floats in the air longer, right? Because the little COVID particles then are super, super, super tiny, and they just float. They just float in the air. And the smaller the particle, the longer they float. 
So these now float longer and more of them get out there. And so then when you inhale them, you, the other person, they, they go deeper into your lungs and can infect you more readily, right? So this is the theory. And this is one of the things that Patty's been talking about. So these N95s or regular masks, they don't work. The holes are too big. They've never worked. They're never going to work. Um, this same document that I've got goes through surgical masks, cloth masks, everything else, uh, the, the, what it does in blocking the oxygen, increasing the CO2, the psychological impact, uh, all this sort of stuff. It's a very important thing, right? So that's a big deal. And uh, then, on t then, but yeah, then we go to this article. So these buffoons are pushing masks. Now, most of the corporate media is too stupid to understand what I just told you and too lazy to do the work. They know that uh, their pharma, big pharma masters has said push masks because if people are scared, they'll buy more vaccines, right? So they push masks and they think, well, it makes sense because I got a mask over my face, so I can't cough COVID on you. They don't understand what I just explained to you, that the masks actually uh, not only don't help, but they make things worse. And so we see this right now as they're trying to spread this uh, COVID misinformation that there's some new terrible outbreak of some terrible new variant. By the way, the variant is the vaccine variant, right? So we have another vaccine variant. Only people that really have to worry about this are the vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you don't have anything to worry about. Just get yourself some ivermectin and uh, take some D and zinc and stuff like that. And who cares about the rest of it? That's my opinion. Uh, anyways, so... You've got things like this. Anna, uh, writer Anika Kim Constantino says, COVID cases and hospitalizations across the nation are rising. The number of variants is terrifying and everybody should get vaccinated and we should all wear masks. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, she actually, the quote is, people infected with COVID should wear masks around others to prevent the spread of the virus. Except for it doesn't do that. It doesn't help. It actually may make it worse. Um, this is this is insanity, right? This is just, and by the way, I've, I've actually got studies that came out before 2020 that back up what I'm saying and studies since 2020 that back up what I'm saying. Constantino or whatever her name is has nothing other than rhetoric from a bunch of people who have not stopped lying. The CDC has not stopped lying. You know how many times Fauci said, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, wear two masks, wear four masks, don't wear any masks uh, before he said, well, wear a mask. And now he say, said, you know, masks are stupid again. So if I, the, why would you trust a liar? I actually have data. I have science. Trust the science, guys. I have the science. The lawyers got the science, right? The lawyer found the science. So um, we look at this and we see this fear mongering. We see all these guys, CNBC is pushing this. We see uh, all, all these different guys pushing this, this era strain. Ooh, scary, right? Right. Oh, but don't worry, Biden needs another $1.4 billion. So we got new vaccines coming out to, to save you from that, right? Because even though it's another strain of COVID, it clearly, uh, well, the old vaccines didn't work in the first place. So you know, try another one that doesn't work and that'll help, right? Um, folks. Are you starting to see a trend here? I mean, are we seeing what's happening? And by the way, have, have we noted that we're coming into election season? You know, he only needs to lock down a few cities where they can, you know, commit massive, massive voter fraud because of the lockdowns, and he'll be just fine. 
right? That's the goal. We need massive, massive lockdowns of the few key cities so that we can have the incredible levels of voter fraud necessary to ensure that Joe Biden can win again so that he can keep taking bribes from China and the WEF and Ukraine and everybody else, and he can ensure that Barack Obama, Bathhouse Barry, who apparently is uh, now being reported to be really interested in sex with men, uh, is uh, can keep running the show from his basement. Oh boy, I think someone just got mad. I, th- I think that probably just uh, twerked somebody that I said that. But anyways, yeah, Bathhouse Barry and his, his boyfriends, uh, Big Mike. Oh, I mean, that's so terrible of me. That's so terrible. I can't prove that Michelle Obama has a penis, and I shouldn't talk about it. Uh, I really feel bad that I did that. I, I'm, I'm sad, folks. Uh, anyways, but yeah, the, spreading, the, spreading the fear, spreading the this, spreading the that, and uh, that's, that's what's happening here. It's manipulation. It's the same thing that's occurred for the last three and a half years. They're trying it again. Now, I think, truthfully, Biden probably wasn't supposed to do this, but I think he's just so desperate. Um, I got to tell you, election's coming, folks. We better be ready. Support us at TomRens.com. Support the Tom Renz Show, the America Out Loud Network. We'll be right back. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget OUTLOUD25 at checkout. 
Welcome back, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the almost world-famous Stack of Stuff segment. It is uh, the key segment for getting a nice overview of the news, and it's something that everybody on the planet should be listening to every day on the Tom Renz Show, uh, TomRenz.Locals.com, iHeartRadio, the America Out Loud Network, all over the place. We're everywhere. We're just everywhere. Uh, it's almost like we're, uh, well, professionals or know what we're doing. Maybe not, but we're trying. All right, Western Journal. I like the Western Journal. That is a good publication. Good people there. Um, they're just, they really are good guys. But Western Journal. Uh, headline, Bill Gates just became heavily invested in Anheuser-Busch. Even more reason not to drink Bud Light, a.k.a. Butt Light, uh, which I, I get a boot out of J.D. Rucker over at Liberty Daily. I always calls it Butt Light. I think that's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, so Bill Gates... Should uh, decided that he wants to make some money off of Butt Light. So boycotters of Butt Light should know that uh, Gates has now doled out uh, $1.7 to buy up stock in Bud Light's parent company, which is really kind of a nothing for him. Uh, but he's buying into that and is going to do whatever he can to help Butt Light uh, because he appreciates anything related to Dylan Mulvaney and that whole sick crew of lunatics, right? I mean, yeah, Bud Light didn't do well when they decided to kind of pick on their own uh, base by pushing uh, Bill, uh, Dylan Mulvaney. And listen, I don't think it would have been just, I don't think it's just that Dylan Mulvaney was a weird, pervy kind of trans lunatic. I think that the, the people who drink beer don't want politics with their beer. I drink beer. When I'm having a beer, I don't want to talk politics. And I don't want someone to look at my beer and decide, oh, you must be political this or political that. Because I don't want to talk about politics. I'm drinking a damn beer. I don't want politics and beer. It's, they don't mix. So I don't think that's any good. But uh, you know, Gates, uh, oh, I'm sorry, it wasn't 1.7 million. It was 1.7 million shares. He spent 95 million on uh, on those 1.7 million shares. But anyway, so he's got a bunch of shares of Butt Light now. And uh, just in case you were wondering, Butt Light is no longer uh, an acceptable thing. And since Bill Gates is doing it, will probably be a GMO beer coming up with some sort of a poison mRNA in it. So I don't know, maybe Butt Light will be a, your new mRNA beer. Uh, get your beer, get your vaccine. You'll be too drunk to care that you're going to die the next day. I don't know. Maybe a new slogan. Yeah, drink our beer. You won't care that you're going to die from it. Okay. All right. Not the bee. I love this one. <laughs> I love this headline. I'm excited to talk about this headline. Okay. So not the bee, which means it's actually a, a real headline. The villain in the new James Bond novel wants to replace King Charles the Woke. He doesn't like open borders or gay Marxism, and doesn't do diversity hires. Now, when I saw this, I was like, what? And then, uh, you know, I scrolled down, and I had to reread this, right? Because I didn't realize it was a James Bond novel. I thought this was going to be, you know, just another movie, right? So I scrolled down, and they have a picture of a page 
out of the James Bond novel. And I thought that I, I, I was confused because I was like, that can't, this, this can't be real. This can't be real. But it is. This is a legitimate real thing. Uh, they, the bad guy, whose name is apparently Burkett, uh, is described this way. And this is a direct quote from the book. Burkett was an ex-Tory MP famous for promoting COVID vaccines, mask-wearing 5G conspiracy theories, which had spilled over into the usual anti-immigrant, anti-EU, anti-BBC, anti-MSM, anti-cultural Marxist, climate change denial pronouncements. It was an anti-trans diatribe that had eventually got him kicked out of the party, and he'd soon set up the new Freedom Party. And it sounds like someone I want to vote for. I mean, can I vote for this guy? I don't know. But yeah, so this Brickett guy is, uh, I mean, literally, this is, the en- this is the enemy. This is the bad guy because he doesn't like cultural Marxism. He, 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 he is against cultural Marxism. Are you kidding me? He's against cultural Marxism, and somehow that's a bad thing. I don't know, folks. I don't know. But uh, this is just shocking. I mean, here's another quote from the book. I got this. Ready? Bond was struck by something. It was a long while since he'd been at any kind of function that was almost exclusively full of men. It felt strange. There was not even a pretense of diversity here. Oh, no. Not that. God forbid that there wasn't diversity. I mean, uh, who would want that? A room full of men. And presumably, I mean, I don't know. They, they didn't say that they're white men. I guess that would have made it worse. But, um, you know, there, there's just, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. And this article says, gasp. Where are the gay flags? Where are the transgender activists of color? Where are the twerking drag queens? Is there anybody at all in this English gathering named Muhammad? How will Bond survive this? Uh, <laughs> In 20 years, we've gone from having M call Bond a misogynist pig to Bond becoming a neurodivergent queer ally who loves his uh, globalist pals over at the WEF, which totally doesn't mirror shadowy organization of elites plotting domination of the uh, expector. I just, I, this is, this is just uh, another quote from the book. Altistan hadn't been the least bit concerned about ensuring that half the people he'd hired to carry out his coup should be women or non-white or disabled. This was an unapologetically old-school gathering. In Altistan's world, he was king and could do whatever he wanted. Oh, no. I mean, I, I don't know, folks. Uh, you know, they end the, bar, uh, the article with R.I.P. Bond. Um, yeah, you, know, you talk. I want to vote for the bad guy in the James Bond uh, thing. I mean, I haven't read it, so maybe he does something evil or awful or terrible. But I mean, he's against cultural Marxism. Okay, that's good. Doesn't like the the mainstream media. Yeah, I'm with him. Doesn't like the BBC. Well, the BBC usually sucks. Uh, he's anti-EU. EU's really not very good. Uh, climate change denial. Yeah, you know, that's that checks out. I. Um, uh, he, uh, uh, I don't know that I'm anti-immigrant though. Um, I'm, I'm pro-legal immigrant. I'm pro-helping people. Um, 
I certainly, though, you know, fall into the promoting COVID vaccines uh, and mask wearing. I haven't done a whole lot on the 5G conspiracy theories, I guess. But, uh, you know, whatever. I, I suppose I can try if it'll make me closer to the Bond villain. Uh, I can, can, can I do like an evil chuckle, too? Anyways, I don't know. That just made me happy. Uh, and for every bit of happiness I had there, uh, it was eaten and uh, I felt disgusted. By this headline, California bills would remove visitation rights for parents who don't affirm child's gender identity. That's right, folks. Uh, Going to lose visitation if you don't support child genital mutilation and perverting your child and giving them a mental illness. If you're not supporting giving your child a mental illness, they want you to lose your parental rights in California. Is it any wonder that everybody is leaving this hellhole of a state? I mean, who in the hell would raise a child in California? That's like that's like saying, you know, I think uh, we got to find a good place to settle down, honey. Uh, let's buy a house in Fallujah. Cobble. How about that? Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just it's just the worst. Who would do that? I don't know. California, just just sick, just sick. Uh, bills were introduced by State Senator Anna Calabero and uh, co-authored by State Senator Scott Weiner. Well, I mean, his name's Weiner. What do you want? What can we say? Uh, the Weiner wrote a Weiner of a bill. Hey, moving on. Oh, man, folks. I got to tell you, this is... I can just stop with the headline. I'm not going to, but... Headline. There's talk in Russia about hitting targets in the U.S. because nuclear war has become inevitable. Most Americans have absolutely no idea how close we are to a nuclear war. You remember Biden was going to bring back respect? Nobody liked Trump. Did Trump get us into a nuclear war? I'm pretty sure Trump had no wars. Isn't that the case? Uh, but Biden is, uh, you know, I mean, he's got us within a, you know, a breath of a, of a nuclear war. Our politicians confidently assure us that the war in Ukraine will never spark nuclear conflict, and the mainstream media in the Western world rarely talks about such a scenario. But over in Russia, things are completely different. They regard the war in Ukraine as an existential conflict between Russia and NATO, and there is a constant talk on R Russian television about the possibility of nuclear war. Here's the latest example I've come across, and now there's a quote. A Kremlin propagandist has issued the latest nuclear threat against the West regarding the war in Ukraine, warning that the U.S. could be in danger of a Russian missile attack. Igor Kordachenko, editor of the newspaper National Defense and a regular guest on Russia One Channel, where guests repeatedly called for strikes against Ukraine allies, took exception to the criticism of Russian conduct in the war. Uh, he says the most important message we should send to the Americans is that we will not wage war with you in Europe, he said in a clip subsequently posted on X by Ukrainian international affairs advisor or something something. In response to your attacks on Russian military civilian facilities, the first strike will be preventative, limited strike against targets on the territory of the United States, told the anchor of the thing. Uh, he said, last week, Russia announced that it will, that its uh, Sarmat strategic missile system can reach the U.S. and has been put on combat duty. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Biden's trying to start a nuclear war. 
Maybe he hopes that'll get him reelected. I don't. It's just, folks, it's it's beyond the pale. And yet the mainstream media doesn't talk about this one bit. Not one word. Donald Trump, uh, you know, they Russia collusion, this, that, and other. Uh, Joe Biden, oh, nuclear war, don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. You know, I mean, I don't know, folks. Uh, just the news. Headline, under new policy, 12 media outlets and six J6 defendants are now allowed to view J6 security tapes of Congress. Well, isn't that nice? I mean, Rep. Barry Louderback of George, or Loudermilk of Georgia, chairman of the Committee on the House Administration Subcommittee on Oversight, has opened the Capitol security footage to 12 media outlets and six defendants. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? I'm pretty sure McCarthy said he was going to make it available to everybody. But Louder, uh, what's his name? Loudermilk uh, from Georgia. Uh, he opened it up to a few more. We got some media outlets and some J6 defendants now. Not all of them. I mean, why would everybody get to see that? No, and why would we, the people, get to see that? I mean, you know, there's only accusations of sedition and an insurrection. I mean, why would that be some of public interest? Clearly, hiding the the data and the information and the video footage behind what you claim to be an insurrection. And, uh, you know, interference that, that should bar a president from uh, from running for office again. I mean, clearly that's not a public interest. I mean, they should definitely keep that quiet, right? I mean, I don't know, folks. I just don't know. These, these guys are such weenies and cowards. And I guess we're supposed to applaud that 12 media outlets and six J6 defendants can view the footage. Really? How about the attorneys of the J6 defendants? How about their staff? Because I'm pretty sure that those guys aren't going to get through the thousands of hours of footage that they need to to get anything out of it. I mean, and the media, I mean, what, what you know, they got to go sit in a room to do it? Is that how it works? They got to sit in a room and they can sit there? I mean, what they're doing, this is a lie, folks. This is garbage. This is what the Republicans do. Well, we, we let 12 outlets look at it, but they've got to go into a super secret room, and they can't do this, and they can't do that. I mean, no one can do anything. It's garbage. It's just absolute garbage. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, under the new policy, viewers granted access will have to, will be asked to leave cell phones and cameras near the door and must agree not to record footage from the terminals. Why? Why can't we, the people, see what happened? If there was an insurrection, I should get to see it, right? I should get to know. Why are you keeping this most critical of things from we, the people? I can tell you why, folks, because it's a load of crap. Anyways, uh, you know, uh, then they come out, and here's the best part. Ready? Ready for this quote? This is mind-blowing. House Republicans are continuing to deliver on our promise to bring transparency and accountability to the People's House by increasing access to security footage of the U.S. Capitol from January 5th and 6th in 2021. That is a load of crap. That is a load of crap. You know what? Access means you put it out, let everybody look at it. Let everybody. There is no reason, none whatsoever. You can tour the Capitol. 
There is no reason that the people can't see what's there. That's garbage. Get more security there than anybody on the planet. This isn't a security issue. This is a corruption issue. You're going to say there's a there's an insurrection, but then you're not going to let us see what happened. I call BS until such time as this is released in its entirety, and I just think this is garbage, and the Republicans are full of crap. They're not a whole lot better than the Democrats. And I want to know where Jim Jordan and the Freedom Caucus are on this, because McCarthy was supposed to do this, or they were going to do a vote of no confidence. Remember that, folks? Remember that? Where's that vote of no confidence? This is absolute political garbage. This is them playing games. All right. Uh, Cult failure. Liberty Daily. (laughs) I like this. Cult failure. Green green energy companies want to renegotiate their contracts with blue states as costs eat into their profits. No kidding. Green energy companies are garbage. And basically this says a bunch of green energy companies, advocacy groups, have asked New York, uh, amongst other places, to renegotiate their contracts because they're failing. Shocking. Uh, Increase offshore wind farms, not working. Uh, Who would have thunk that? Uh, New York has all these ambitious targets for clean energy, except for it doesn't work. I don't know, folks. Who would have thunk that? Who would have thunk that? I don't know. Headline, discern, report. Kids intentionally poisoned by artificial school lunches. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This, this is a good article. It's about all the poison they're putting in kids' food at the schools. You know, these school, the school lunches are just, they're terrible. I mean, they're just awful. I don't know. we got to fight back, folks. we got to stand together. we got to stand strong. we got to do what we got to do to get the truth out. Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show and the America Out Loud Network everywhere. We'll be back soon. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
Welcome back, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the almost world-famous Stack of Stuff segment. It is uh, the key segment for getting a nice overview of the news, and it's something that everybody on the planet should be listening to every day on the Tom Renz Show, uh, TomRenz.Locals.com, iHeartRadio, the America Out Loud Network, all over the place. We're everywhere. We're just everywhere. Uh, it's almost like we're, uh, well, professionals or know what we're doing. Maybe not, but we're trying. All right, Western Journal. I like the Western Journal. That is a good publication. Good people there. Um, they're just, they really are good guys. But Western Journal. Uh, headline, Bill Gates just became heavily invested in Anheuser-Busch. Even more reason not to drink Bud Light, a.k.a. Butt Light, uh, which I, I get a boot out of J.D. Rucker over at Liberty Daily. always calls it Butt Light. I think that's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, so Bill Gates... Should uh, decided that he wants to make some money off of Butt Light. So boycotters of Butt Light should know that uh, Gates has now doled out uh, $1.7 to buy up stock in Bud Light's parent company, which is really kind of a nothing for him. Uh, but he's buying into that and is going to do whatever he can to help Butt Light uh, because he appreciates anything related to Dylan Mulvaney and that whole sick crew of lunatics, right? I mean, yeah, Bud Light didn't do well when they decided to kind of pick on their own uh, base by pushing uh, Bill, uh, Dylan Mulvaney. And listen, I don't think it would have been just, I don't think it's just that Dylan Mulvaney was a weird, pervy kind of trans lunatic. I think that the, the people who drink beer don't want politics with their beer. I drink beer. When I'm having a beer, I don't want to talk politics. And I don't want someone to look at my beer and decide, oh, you must be political this or political that. Because I don't want to talk about politics. I'm drinking a damn beer. I don't want politics and beer. It's, they don't mix. So I don't think that's any good. But uh, you know, Gates, uh, oh, I'm sorry, it wasn't 1.7 million. It was 1.7 million shares. He spent 95 million on uh, on those 1.7 million shares. But anyway, so he's got a bunch of shares of Bud Light now. And uh, just in case you were wondering, Bud Light is no longer uh, an acceptable thing. And since Bill Gates is doing it, will probably be a GMO beer coming up with some sort of a poison mRNA in it. So I don't know, maybe Bud Light will be a, your new mRNA beer. Uh, get your beer, get your vaccine. You'll be too drunk to care that you're going to die the next day. I don't know. Maybe a new slogan. Yeah, drink our beer. You won't care that you're going to die from it. Okay. All right. Not the bee. I love this one. <laughs> I love this headline. I'm excited to talk about this headline. Okay. So not the bee, which means it's actually a, a real headline. The villain in the new James Bond novel wants to replace King Charles the Woke. He doesn't like open borders or gay Marxism, and doesn't do diversity hires. Now, when I saw this, I was like, what? And then, uh, you know, I scrolled down, and I had to reread this, right? Because I didn't realize it was a James Bond novel. I thought this was going to be, you know, just another movie, right? So I scrolled down, and they have a picture of a page 
out of the James Bond novel, and I thought that I, I was confused because I was like, "That can't this this can't be real. This can't be real." But it is. This is a legitimate real thing. Uh, the the bad guy whose name is apparently Burkett uh, is described this way, and this is a direct quote from the book. Burkett was an ex-Tory MP famous for promoting COVID vaccines, mask-wearing 5G conspiracy theories, which had spilled over into the usual anti-immigrant, anti-EU, anti-BBC, anti-MSM, anti-cultural Marxist, climate change denial pronouncements. It was an anti-trans diatribe that had eventually got him kicked out of the party, and he'd soon set up the new Freedom Party. It sounds like someone I want to vote for. I mean, can I vote for this guy? I don't know. But yeah, so this Brickett guy is, uh, I mean, literally, this is the en- This is the enemy. This is the bad guy because he doesn't like cultural Marxism. He, 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 he is against cultural Marxism. Are you kidding me? He's against cultural Marxism, and somehow that's a bad thing. I don't know, folks. I don't know. But uh, this is just shocking. I mean, here's another quote from the book. I got this. Ready? Bond was struck by something. It was a long while since he'd been at any kind of function that was almost exclusively full of men. It felt strange. There was not even a pretense of diversity here. Oh, no. Not that. God forbid that there wasn't diversity. I mean, uh, who would want that? A room full of men. And presumably, I mean, I don't know. They, they didn't say that they're white men. I guess that would have made it worse. But, um, you know, there, there's just, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. And this article says, gasp. Where are the gay flags? Where are the transgender activists of color? Where are the twerking drag queens? Is there anybody at all in this English gathering named Muhammad? How will Bond survive this? Uh, <laughs> In 20 years, we've gone from having M call Bond a misogynist pig to Bond becoming a neurodivergent queer ally who loves his uh, globalist pals over at the WEF, which totally doesn't mirror shadowy organization of elites plotting domination of the uh, expector. I just, I, this is, this is just uh, another quote from the book. Altistan hadn't been the least bit concerned about ensuring that half the people he'd hired to carry out his coup should be women or non-white or disabled. This was an unapologetically old-school gathering. In Altistan's world, he was king and could do whatever he wanted. Oh, no. I mean, I I don't know, folks. Uh, You know, they end the the article with R.I.P. Bond. Um, yeah, you, know, you talk. I want to vote for the bad guy in the James Bond uh, thing. I mean, I haven't read it, so maybe he does something evil or awful or terrible. But I mean, he's against cultural Marxism. Okay, that's good. Doesn't like the the mainstream media. Yeah, I'm with him. Doesn't like the BBC. Well, the BBC usually sucks. Uh, he's anti-EU. EU's really not very good. Uh, climate change denial. Yeah, you know, that's that checks out. I. Um, uh, he, uh, uh, I don't know that I'm anti-immigrant though. Um, I'm, I'm pro-legal immigrant. I'm pro-helping people. Um, 
I certainly, though, you know, fall into the promoting COVID vaccines uh, and mask wearing. I haven't done a whole lot on the 5G conspiracy theories, I guess. But, uh, you know, whatever. I, I suppose I can try if it'll make me closer to the Bond villain. Uh, I can, can, can I do like an evil chuckle, too? Anyways, I don't know. That just made me happy. Uh, and for every bit of happiness I had there, uh, it was eaten and uh, I felt disgusted. By this headline, California bills would remove visitation rights for parents who don't affirm child's gender identity. That's right, folks. Uh, Going to lose visitation if you don't support child genital mutilation and perverting your child and giving them a mental illness. If you're not supporting giving your child a mental illness, they want you to lose your parental rights in California. Is it any wonder that everybody is leaving this hellhole of a state? I mean, who in the hell would raise a child in California? That's like that's like saying, you know, I think uh, we got to find a good place to settle down, honey. Uh, let's buy a house in Fallujah. Cobble. How about that? Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just it's just the worst. Who would do that? I don't know. California, just just sick, just sick. Uh, bills were introduced by State Senator Anna Calabero and uh, co-authored by State Senator Scott Weiner. Well, I mean, his name's Weiner. What do you want? What can we say? Uh, the Weiner wrote a Weiner of a bill. Hey, moving on. Oh, man, folks. I got to tell you, this is... I can just stop with the headline. I'm not going to, but... Headline. There's talk in Russia about hitting targets in the U.S. because nuclear war has become inevitable. Most Americans have absolutely no idea how close we are to a nuclear war. You remember Biden was going to bring back respect? Nobody liked Trump. Did Trump get us into a nuclear war? I'm pretty sure Trump had no wars. Isn't that the case? Uh, but Biden is, uh, you know, I mean, he's got us within a, you know, a breath of a, of a nuclear war. Our politicians confidently assure us that the war in Ukraine will never spark nuclear conflict, and the mainstream media in the Western world rarely talks about such a scenario. But over in Russia, things are completely different. They regard the war in Ukraine as an existential conflict between Russia and NATO, and there is a constant talk on R Russian television about the possibility of nuclear war. Here's the latest example I've come across, and now there's a quote. A Kremlin propagandist has issued the latest nuclear threat against the West regarding the war in Ukraine, warning that the U.S. could be in danger of a Russian missile attack. Igor Kordachenko, editor of the newspaper National Defense and a regular guest on Russia One Channel, where guests repeatedly called for strikes against Ukraine allies, took exception to the criticism of Russian conduct in the war. Uh, he says the most important message we should send to the Americans is that we will not wage war with you in Europe, he said in a clip subsequently posted on X by Ukrainian International Affairs Advisor or something something. In response to your attacks on Russian military civilian facilities, the first strike will be preventative, limited strike against targets on the territory of the United States, told the anchor of the thing. I uh, said so last week Russia announced that it will that its uh, Sarmat strategic missile system can reach the U.S. and has been put on combat duty. So you know, I don't know. I don't know. Biden's trying to start a nuclear war. 
Maybe he hopes that'll get him reelected. I don't. It's just, folks, it's it's beyond the pale. And yet the mainstream media doesn't talk about this one bit. Not one word. Donald Trump, uh, you know, they Russia collusion, this, that, and other. Uh, Joe Biden, oh, nuclear war, don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. You know, I mean, I don't know, folks. Uh, just the news. Headline, under new policy, 12 media outlets and six J6 defendants are now allowed to view J6 security tapes of Congress. Well, isn't that nice? I mean, Rep. Barry Louderback of George, or Loudermilk of Georgia, chairman of the Committee on the House Administration Subcommittee on Oversight, has opened the Capitol security footage to 12 media outlets and six defendants. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? I'm pretty sure McCarthy said he was going to make it available to everybody. But Louder, uh, what's his name? Loudermilk uh, from Georgia. Uh, he opened it up to a few more. We got some media outlets and some J6 defendants now. Not all of them. I mean, why would everybody get to see that? No, and why would we, the people, get to see that? I mean, there's only accusations of sedition and an insurrection. I mean, why would that be some of public interest? Clearly, hiding the the data and the information and the video footage behind what you claim to be an insurrection and uh, you know interference that that should bar a president from uh, from running for office again. I mean, clearly, that's not a public interest. I mean, they should definitely keep that quiet, right? I mean, I don't know, folks. I just don't know. These these guys are such weenies and cowards. And I guess we're supposed to applaud that 12 media outlets and six J6 six defendants can view the footage. Really? How about the attorneys of the J6 defendants? How about their staff? Because I'm pretty sure that those guys aren't going to get through the thousands of hours of footage that they need to to get anything out of it. I mean, and the media, I mean, what, what you know, they got to go sit in a room to do it. Is that how it works? They got to sit in a room and they can sit there. I mean, what they're doing, this is a lie, folks. This is garbage. This is what the Republicans do. Well, we, we let 12 outlets look at it, but they've got to go into a super secret room and they can't do this. They can't do that. I mean, no one can do anything. It's garbage. It's just absolute garbage. Uh, I don't know. I, I just... Under the new policy, viewers granted access will have to uh, will be asked to leave cell phones and cameras near the door and must agree not to record footage from the terminals. Why? Why can't we, the people, see what happened? If there was an insurrection, I should get to see it, right? I should get to know. Why are you keeping this most critical of things from we, the people? I can tell you why, folks, because it's a load of crap. Anyway, so, you know, uh, then they come out, and here's the best part. Ready? Ready for this quote? This is mind-blowing. House Republicans are continuing to deliver on our promise to bring transparency and accountability to the People's House by increasing access to security footage of the U.S. Capitol from January 5th and 6th in 2021. That is a load of crap. That is a load of crap. You know what? Access means you put it out, let everybody look at it. Let everybody. There is no reason, none whatsoever. You can tour the Capitol. 
There is no reason that the people can't see what's there. That's garbage. Get more security there than anybody on the planet. This isn't a security issue. This is a corruption issue. You're going to say there's a there's an insurrection, but then you're not going to let us see what happened. I call BS until such time as this is released in its entirety, and I just think this is garbage, and the Republicans are full of crap. They're not a whole lot better than the Democrats. And I want to know where Jim Jordan and the Freedom Caucus are on this, because McCarthy was supposed to do this, or they were going to do a vote of no confidence. Remember that, folks? Remember that? Where's that vote of no confidence? This is absolute political garbage. This is them playing games. All right. Uh, Cult failure. Liberty Daily. (laughs) I like this. Cult failure. Green green energy companies want to renegotiate their contracts with blue states as costs eat into their profits. No kidding. Green energy companies are garbage. And basically this says a bunch of green energy companies, advocacy groups, have asked New York, uh, amongst other places, to renegotiate their contracts because they're failing. Shocking. Uh, Increase offshore wind farms, not working. Uh, Who would have thunk that? Uh, New York has all these ambitious targets for clean energy, except for it doesn't work. I don't know, folks. Who would have thunk that? Who would have thunk that? I don't know. Headline discern report. Kids intentionally poisoned by artificial school lunches. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This, this is a good article. It's about all the poison they're putting in kids' food at the schools. You know, these school, the school lunches are just, they're terrible. I mean, they're just awful. I don't know. we got to fight back, folks. we got to stand together. we got to stand strong. we got to do what we got to do to get the truth out. Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show and America Out Loud Network everywhere. We'll be back soon.